You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform. With clients in over 20 Broadway shows and other stages across the globe, we are your one-stop shop for all things fitness and theater. If you're looking to marry a career in theater with a pursuit in fitness to better your performance on the stage, we're that platform for you. Been doing this for 17 years. I know, I know, long time. And I'd love to get a chance to uh, to chat with you. So go to builtforthestage.com if you want to try out working with me on an interactive fitness app at no cost. Builtforthestage.com. All right, let's get on to our special guest. Super excited for this one. Been following from afar um, on the gram literally from a very, very far, far way away. Um, it's actually a different day uh, where our guest is. Uh, they're in Australia right now, and they recently were uh, the dance captain in Jagged Little Pill. They toured uh, a bit in Wedding Singer. Um, they worked alongside this, uh, this guy you might know, Warren Carlisle, in a uh, production that was called Havana. Um, our guest is a dancer dancer, and I'm really excited to get to know her more. Please welcome to the podcast, Rami Vuxin. Hey, Rami. Hi. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That is the best intro ever. No, get out of here. No, seriously. Wow. this That was amazing. Thank you so much for that. I feel, yeah, really special. <laughs> and it you is. Are. I'm traveling right now. Um, good morning from what date is it over here? Wednesday, the 9th of November. Yeah, and it's Tuesday the 8th here on the East Coast in the U.S. So look how technology works. Can you believe it? No, it's the one good thing, I think, to come out of these times, just like how advanced we've got with everything. You know, being able to connect with people like this is epic. I love it. It's epic. And I also feel like behind the time still, um, the main, like one of the founders of Broadway Podcast Network, Alan, he also works uh, for Google, and he's like this amazing tech head. Yeah. So every, everything that I do, I'm like, oh, Alan's going to be so ashamed of me. 
no it's just like awesome that you're doing it you know what I mean like what an incredible platform you have you know the fact that I'm here and that I've found you on the gram and I've had friends go through you from all over the world you know it's like that's really cool no no this episode's about you Romy. <laughs> sure. this is about you this is about you so um to lighten things up to start it's been like wedding season for you it seems like on your social media have you been have you been to a few weddings uh as of late yeah and, and you and when wait and you got engaged also yeah i'm engaged as well congratulations um, um, I did meet my fiance on the wedding singer. <laughs> you know so, what? You just posted, I think, about him going to the States. So I was like, oh, let me click his profile. And I thought I saw in his bio that he was on the tour. So yeah. I was trying to put that. There you go. Yeah, there he played go. Bobby Hart. Um, so, yeah, no, I think the backlog of weddings at the moment, like everyone's just like obviously had to postpone things 17,000 times. So, um, yeah, but to be honest, they've been my first like adult weddings. I think not not a lot of my friends actually have like settled down yet in that kind of way. So um, uh -huh, it's been uh -huh. fun. Right, right, right. Uh, how fun, speaking of fun, how fun is the music in Wedding Singer? So I, I saw the... Uh, opening or the first like premiere of it on Broadway in 2006 or seven, yeah. something like that. Around and then. Just for, out, just, uh, was it, uh, get out of the dumpster? I mean, come on, like how fun or it's your wedding day or, yeah. uh, casualty of love. I used to listen to casualty of love in the gym, Lenny. in the <laughs> gym. Workout song, like get that anger. Oh, like damn. Yeah. Um, it's just like it you just can't not have a good time. And I actually think for us it was the it was the first thing to come back kind of post-COVID um around here for a while. And it was just a night of fun and a night out of the theater that everyone just enjoyed. But I think they were so clever to like not make it a jukebox musical, but then to include like Adam Sandler's songs that he wrote for the movie because then they're the iconic ones. Um, so yeah. no, I like dancing to that. And I mean, I danced for that entire show. The choreographer, Michael Ralph, um, left no beat unturned um, in the best way possible. Like um, I got to assist him on some of the curry and then obviously I was dance captain on that as well um, on, in an onstage position. Um, so it's very close to my heart, that show here. But I'm pretty sure it was the first time I might be wrong, but professionally done over here. So, mm. yeah, it was it was epic. The music is just Saturday night in the city. So I got to be mm. Holly, the best friend in New Zealand when we toured there. We can get back to that. But I basically uh, Jagged finished for a bit. I got to go rejoin Wedding Singer in New Zealand and then come back to Jagged. Um, and I got did to you, go on Holly. You, yeah, you I did, did the water. Uh, epic. It epic. Was, like maybe one of the best moments in my life so far. Getting <laughs> engaged. <laughs> um, what what's uh the best moment in your life? Well, it's getting engaged, but second, like a really close second, was having water dumped all over me on stage in the most epic fashion. Well, like I'm scrouting like a top E or whatever it is, and you know, like living my flash dance dreams on this tiny little podium thing with uh -huh. you know an audience it's like how could that not fulfill my life 
you know right and what and when i saw it again it, it was like there was no um other references to like hey there's this thing that happened so when it happened right before the end of the act my jaw just like hit the floor like yeah. oh this is really happening right now <laughs> i mean what a way to end in act one do you yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, after that, you're like, how do you top that? Like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? No, um, the best let, let's uh, rewind to, you know, you becoming the epic dancer and performer that you are. When did this, was this like right out of the gate? You're, you're uh, young and you're like, I want to go to dance class and, and your parents take you there. Is that what happens? Yeah, pretty much. I actually like <laughs> no performance history in my family apart from me I'm pretty sure my my nana on my mom's side tapped for fun um but I'm kind of the first one that's you know said hey I'm gonna do this um but I was like two and a half I think when I went to my first class and I actually got kicked out which is always so funny um I was I think I was in like a ballet style class and I was Mum said I was just like doing somersaults and like flicking the girl's skirts up and just like being a bit of a menace. And they were like, we don't think this is for you. So I got kicked out and then put into jazz. And obviously from there, I was living my best life. Um, from then I was four, I started tap at six. They forced me back into ballet because they were like, we think this girl has some potential. Like she needs to do ballet if she wants to do this for a long time. And then from the age of eight, I was dancing six nights a week, I'm pretty sure. Just like everything and anything. I was the song and dance girl at a Stedford's. Um, and then come 17, I uh, got a scholarship to the full-time course I went to in Melbourne. And here we are, post-pandemic at all. <laughs> here we are, right? Oh, gosh. Don't remind us. Yeah, uh, no, sorry. <laughs> Uh, before we visit uh, Jagged Little Pill or visit the New Zealand portion of the tour or anything else we visit, touch on uh, – I was very, like, intrigued about this Havana workshop or whatever. Yeah. What was it with Warren Carlisle? What was that? I mean, like, I had done one cruise ship contract before that. I basically – I was 21 and I went, do you know what? This is not this – that contract, the one before, I want to see the world, I want to earn some money, and I just want to, like, you know, get out there. And um, I auditioned for Norwegian Cruise Line and ended up doing a seven-month uh, contract as a dance captain, which was lovely, um, on my first ship. And then about six months up post-contract, I get an email saying we've got this show that we're, co like, conceptualising and workshopping um, with someone called Warren Carlyle. <laughs> Exactly. And I know, yes, I know who that is. Thank you so much. Um, uh, would you like to audition for this uh, role? And I just thought, you know, like I was just part of the show. I wasn't going to be doing it. Like maybe I don't know. I didn't know what I was going to be doing, to be honest. And um, anyway, I put a self tape in and it just happened to be that they were like the dates didn't line up. I was already supposed to do another contract. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to just put my tape in knowing that I can't do. They were like, well, if you can't do the original cast, we can put you forward for 2.0. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll put my tape in anyway. Um, I'm going to do it just before I start this other contract. Um, anyway, they basically came back and said, we think you should not do whatever you're about to do and come join us for 1.0. The creative team really want you to 
you know, be in this show. And at that stage, I don't think I really understood like kind of what was going on. It happened to be I was going to be in a show for a good friend of mine and they very much were like, this could change your life. Like, go do it. Um, we really want to support you. So I'm very grateful for them. Um, basically packed up my bags in two days and got on another boat. Um, but it's a show. It was a show um, that they were working, workshopping with Warren for Norwegian, basically. Um, and so he, I got to work with him and Jason Sparks um, really closely, which was incredible. Um, and the cast, everyone was from New York. Like I was just this random Aussie. <laughs> where where uh, was your main uh, port? Miami or Australia or where were you? We, uh, Norwegian are out of Tampa, Florida. So we rehearsed there. And then Warren met us on the ship in Groningen. Um, and then we, because the ship was being built, and then we traveled across, they say, the Titanic path. And then we went down the East Coast to, and we stopped actually in New York because Jersey Boys was on the ship as well. And so we docked in New York for three days. I'll never forget. It was my birthday. It was my 23rd birthday. And we docked into New York at midnight as the clock struck at midnight and like, I was standing at the front of the ship just like, okay, that might be the second best moment in my life. But, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is incredible. All right, well, um, the, water, the water's third now. The water's third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then. For, for now, until you remember something else, and then it gets bumped down to four. Right. I've had some good times. Um, <laughs> and then we went down. So we docked in New York for three days, and, like, Frankie Valley and stuff came on the ship too, which is incredible. Um, and then down to Miami, and then we crossed through the uh, Mexican Riviera, through Padua Canal, and then we docked in L.A., and that was, like, the last opening of the ship, and then we did Alaska. So it was great. It was really cool. Cool. All right, so you got uh, to – Can I tell you a quick story, though? Sorry, I'm, like, rambling. Warren Please. Carlisle. We're here, we're here for you. We're here for you, Ronnie. <laughs> Ramble as much as you like. I just think this is the funniest thing, like – I get, we as Aussies get really comfortable with people and we like automatically nickname people, you know, we'll like, won't really ask you, right? I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Um, yeah. I, I, so I have, um, I have a background in a good amount of uh, fitness things, obviously, but one of them is CrossFit and the fittest Australian or fittest woman in the world is from Australia. Oh, wow. Uh, her, her name's Tia Claire Toomey, and she's won, I think, six years straight now. Um, but they have lots of documentaries and lots of yada yada, and they say the same thing in these documentaries that, you know, oh, Maddie and oh, Joey and whatever, you know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll extend your name even when we can't. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just <laughs> add a few letters. But basically, like, I had auditioned for Warren for Hugh Jackman's tour in Australia. Huh. Um, and I got quite close to the end, but I didn't book the job. And anyway, I'm not going to assume that this guy is going to remember me. Like this incredible Tony, you know, Broadway choreographer. I shook his hand and he kind of stopped. He's like, do I know you? And I was like, oh, no. I was like, probably not. I'm just Australian, you know, like I'm just going to keep walking. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as we get working together, like it's super workshoppy and it's incredible. I'll never forget, I have to cross this like bridge and I walked across the stage and he gave me some direction and I was like, oh, no worries, Wazza. 
And I was like, and I froze and I walked off into the wing and I just went like, my life's over. I'm done. You know, like I'm going to be kicked off this ship. <laughs> he goes, Hey, Romy, can you come out back out on stage? And I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And he goes, you know, there's only a certain few people in my life that call me Waza and it's Hugh Jackman. And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, sure. <laughs> and he goes, but I miss him so much and I love Australians, so you're allowed to say that. And then, like, I walked off and I just will never forget, like, the fear in my eyes or anything that kind of was taking over my body at that, that stage because I just thought, I can't believe I just did that. But he was so lovely and so nice and so good about it that it was then from then on he was was up. So, yeah. <laughs> how how would you – how would you spell, how would you go about spelling that? W a z z a probably. Okay, okay. I want to make sure when I, when I add captions to this part on Instagram <laughs> that I spell it right because that's that story is hilarious. So yeah. funny. Anyway, um, okay, please. Your interpretation of rambling. If you have any more of those thoughts in the future of this interview, please. Uh, don't hold back because that was epic that was epic okay so uh okay run me through this you're touring australia but then covid happens and then you're touring new zealand or what what happened so we kind of went through like i'm like you guys maybe like in and out of lockdowns so this was like start of 2021 we rehearsed wedding singer feb and then we toured that. We got locked out, shut down a couple of times, trying to escape the States and, you know, just keep the show up. Um, and we finished on the Gold Coast. And then we were always meant to do New Zealand and that got postponed because the travel border bubble between us and New Zealand all of a sudden was taken away again. So we couldn't get there anymore. Um, but then I got into Jagged, Little Pill, and unfortunately then wasn't able to return because they did a return Melbourne and Sydney season here in Australia for Wedding Singer. So I wasn't able to return because I was in Jagged. Um, but then Jagged was meant to go to Perth. And at this stage, Perth's on our West Coast. Um, we still couldn't really get into Perth. Perth was like a super hard border the entire COVID. So our Perth season of Jagged was... Um, cancelled um or whatever was was meant to happen in that time and uh it just happened to be that they were putting New Zealand on for Wedding Singer in that that couple of months so mm. I reached out and said hey I'm like to all producers you know this is my situation I would love to be able to come back um and be in the show and then everyone said yes it was so like my jagged producers I thank them for allowing me that um, and then the wedding singer people for bringing me on and I got to be my cover, Holly. So, you know, it was, it was just timing of the universe, I think. Um, yeah. but the first time I've ever actually been able to be in a role, like I've never, you know, sung or acted that much on stage on my own in, in that kind of sense. And I will never forget that experience. It was, it was so much fun. And especially in a, like a triple threat role like that, where I'm getting to like, kick a leg and jump into the splits and then you know drop water yeah. on me it was really fun <laughs> okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, 
Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so let's zoom in on that. Uh, love to like draw insight of ups and downs on performer stories to allow our listeners either to relate within their career or maybe related to fitness or just life in general. Mm-hmm. When you uh, got that opportunity and the dancing was the dancing for you, yeah. but singing and acting and that, um, that opportunity to really be spotlighted throughout the show. What did you, what did you go through? Any self doubt, any like, Oh, whatever, you know, tell us a little bit about that journey. I forget people can't see my face on here sometimes. I'm so expressive. <laughs> um, I I think anyone that trains in a certain aspect of their life and feels confident in that aspect will always feel doubt in the other parts. No matter how, like, even if they're not, like, they're still amazing at it. But, you know, dancing for me was, is, I always say I, I am my best performer self when I'm doing all three at once at the same time, you know, like that's how I learned to sing was in a back bend or that's, you know, how I learned to kind of act with, within movement, especially. And um, obviously then, you know, I always say standing and singing is my worst fear, like just standing still, not moving <laughs> and singing, um, which is so interesting. So I think, regardless of like how much training you have in it um it's always going to feel second to I guess is what I'm trying to say um I you know I've really had to tell myself and Christian my partner is always at me my parents always at me like you're not just a dancer you're not just a dancer like it's such a common thing I know so many people would be able to relate to that like you're a performer and that you are a triple threat performer but I constantly am out there saying I'm a dancer I'm a dancer like you know you're so much more than that um so like being given the opportunity to be in a role and like I had 10 days to 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 put that show together before we went to New Zealand too because we were like we weren't doing an extra rehearsal time so I had to not only like as a cover you tend to have to be a little more cookie cutter and just like do the job whereas I had to find my version of this role in 10 days um, then Julia was also new. She, we were finding it together, which was so amazing. Elise McCann, she's a help and award winner here in Australia, like phenomenal. I'm just, to be honest, I'm so grateful I had her there. She was so warm and giving and didn't have to be that way, but she helped me and helped me so much to just ground my feet and be like, this is your version of this role and like find my quirks. Cause it's comedy too. So like, Playing comedy is sometimes harder, like make, finding those beats and, um, you know, not like being in a show that is quite over the top but finding the truth to it. There was a lot of nuance to find in a short amount of time that actually came with a lot of just doing it on stage. Singing-wise, like 
I just, I really, to be honest, I just had to let go. I know that sounds so easy, easier said than done. Um, but as we always say, your worst critic is yourself. And, um, you know, I had so many incredible people around me. Um, I had obviously a shit ton of singing lessons. Sorry if I can, cannot say that. Um, <laughs> we also, we swear as well. Um, I had so many singing lessons. Um, which I have had my entire life. It's not like that had changed. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, it was just a full process of, I think, first time in such a spotlight, in a huge role. Like, it, it's not a small role. Um, but the fact, I think, that I got to dance so much as well really helped me kind of maybe ease into that, you know, like yeah. I still really want to be move, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. I know that. I know that tons of people are going to be able to relate to that. So thanks. Uh, let's, uh, let's shake it up a bit. We're going to go into what I like to call the BFTS hot seat. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So <laughs> you can try to be fast with it, but okay. if you need to, if you need to think it's okay, but yeah. fast, fast seems to be uh, more fun. So, if you're walking into a room and the TV's playing and it's a movie that you've already seen a hundred times, but it always makes you stop and watch it, what's that movie? Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> Me too. I freaking love that movie. I'll never forget how much I pissed myself laughing that that first time I watched <laughs> that. And it's just my like, I just love it. I'm a rom-com maybe because of my name, but like, you know, I love it. I'm... I'm not just saying that. Same. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. So you are on your way to the theater or you're commuting. What's your go-to song to either strut to or listen to while you're driving or walking? What's your go-to song? I'm going to have to say like a new Beyonce now because that's been on repeat, like an Alien Superstar or Cuff It, you know, because that just yeah. makes me feel good. Okay. <laughs> Um, if you were reincarnated and brought back to this earth as an animal, what animal would you be? I used to always say dolphin as a kid. So I'm going to stick with that. Cause I don't think I've thought about it as an adult. I'm fun. Yeah. I'm free. I like to jump. <laughs> All right. I'm with it. I'm with it. Okay. Um, hilarious. If you weren't a performer and let's try to stay away from the arts in general, what would your job or what would you be doing right now? Um, I have a strong love of anatomy. I would probably be like an osteo or something that like dealt with body. Um, I actually have a disease in my spine called Sherman's. And so I just feel like I just want to like, I would be able to, I just love anatomy. I think the way that the human body is constructed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you were to um, travel somewhere, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you had to either fly or take a boat or drive, which is your like long vacation? What's your choice on how you're going to get there? I mean, asking an Aussie, like we kind of, you know, probably have to fly everywhere for thousands of hours, <laughs> but I love a road trip. I will I'd probably okay. say car. All right. So you're now the choice is a car. So we have to drive to where we're going. Okay. Where are we? Where are you gonna go? Right? Where's like, hey, if I could just jump in the car and go there, have as many days off as I need. Where mm -hmm. are you gonna go? 
Um, probably southeast Queensland by the water, um, maybe even to, into Byron Bay or like anywhere along that east coast. Just lay back. Okay. Have you been before? Yes. I'm from right. Brisbane, so I like that's kind of home. Okay, got it. So you're there. Mm-hmm. What is the one thing or the first thing that you're going to run to go eat? Mexican food. <laughs> they're, they're known for that there or you just like it in general? I just love Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hilarious. I thought that maybe that location like had this great place to go to. No, I will say anything with pineapple on it. Like a Queenslander like me, like we have pineapple and everything. I know people just hate that. Like pizza, burgers, everything. Anything fresh. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. That's the end of our chill hot seat. Good job. Thanks. You're off the hot seat. All right. I'm, so I'm ready for my um, game show debut. At some yeah. Stage. Yeah. Totally ready. Okay. So that brought up uh, a next topic for me for sure. Tell me about Sherman's or the spine condition. Yeah. <clears throat> if um, you if you don't mind if you don't mind. No, no, it's fine. Um, to be honest, like I'm super grateful that it's it's not a, an extreme version of, but. I could never like touch my head to my toes or like do anything flexible with my back and as a kid. And I was always like, this is weird. Like I see my friends improving, improving, improving. And I'm like, I can't do this. Anyway, like I didn't really think much of it. Um, you know, I am your stage performer. I give all of the face and, you know, like I didn't really think it was, you know, at that stage of, I guess, growing up, it was going to affect me much, but I've had my first full body x-ray at like 17. I'm pretty sure. Um, and it came up and I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Cause I just sometimes feel like I have just a rod of a spine. Like it just, everything's just like, it's through my thoracic mostly. Um, so like I bend mostly through my lumbar spine, through my lower back. And that's my hinge point now, instead of like any kind of flexion and extension in my, my mid back. Um, and like, no one's really going to know this. Like, someone like I'm going to put that on my CV, you know, like before I go into a job. Um, most people I say are super surprised. Like, wow, you shouldn't, how can you dance? I'm like, well, because I did ballet my entire life, I've just always stood up straight and I've always had a great posture, but I should be a lot more rounded through my, if I didn't dance, I'd probably be a lot more rounded through my shoulders because mm. pretty sure for the way I've been explained it, my vertebrae stack in those certain parts in like a triangular sense. So instead of like a rectangular vertebrae that stacks straight, it kind of creates a bit more of an arch. So it's a little more like um, just from impact and things, but it's manageable. So I just have to make sure that, you know, it's kind of hard. I was saying this yesterday, actually, it's like damned if I do, damned if I don't. Like if I don't do a lot of movement, it's stiff. If I do do a lot of movement, it's stiff. Um, So I've kind of just like lived with it and just, you know, once I kind of hit a sore spot, it does. It, it, I wouldn't say it's painful. It just feels stiff. I just cannot move my back, basically. Mm. But again, no one's no one's gonna know. <laughs> yeah, you fi- you figured out how to live with it or or cope yeah. with. It. Yeah, totally. And um, like, you know, there's so many other people out there that you know have come back from way way worse. You know, like for for me to just manage it because I'm not going to change what I do. It's it's fine. It just yeah. you know just takes focus and a bit more discipline with it. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. So ballet was essentially like a secondary physical therapy for you. Uh, yeah. Without, without knowing, like, yeah. like just, you know, ballet is good for anyone six months to, you know, they say it changes your, your entire life after six months. So hmm. yeah, it just happened to be that 
you know, that kind of saved me. Um, but who knows? Like, yeah, that was 17. I was 17. I was already dancing so much by that stage. So yeah. it's, yeah, wouldn't have known. Okay. So with your career so far and you being uh, consistent, how or what do you attribute to that work ethic wise or habit wise? Like if you were to talk to a teenager or someone young in the business, what is something that you try to practice that you would encourage anyone to try to do? Um, I really enjoy mentoring, to be honest. Like that's something that I've, I would love to do more of, um, especially pre-professional. Um, I think the, the whole thing of being kind on and off stage is such a big thing. I think, um, especially as being a dance captain, what I've learned, um, everyone learns differently. Everyone, um, responds differently. Um, you know, no two people are the same. And I think in terms of work ethic, like, uh, nothing is ever too hard. Nothing is ever, um, not worth it. Um, I would just say like making sure that attitude and um, kindness and consideration to everyone is also, is such a key. Um, I, yeah, people being seen, people being heard, people, um, you know, just listening. Um, it's all that stuff. I think that doesn't get taught. That kind of just comes with who you are as a person that really um, you can see when I had a lot of, um, I would say green new people in Jagged that um, had never done a show before. Um, I kind of became Mama Rum, which was hilarious. Um, but it was so exciting for me to like give these people the best experience they've ever had or like a first experience that they've ever had. And, you know, there was a lot of conversation, and a lot of hard conversation, but I guess it was about the way I went about it to help them. I didn't want to deter them. I didn't want them to feel reprimanded, you know, it was just about learning and like, uh, growth within that, I guess. Um, so yeah, does that answer that? <laughs> where do you, where do you get that from? You said not everyone has this trait or think about, is this your family? Who's, who is this? Yeah, I'm, I'm so blessed. I think the older I get, the more I realize how lucky I am to have had such a really loving upbringing. Um, my, I'm talking to my parents every day. I've been out of home for 10 years now, but they, you know, they're still my number one supporters. And um, I just grew up in a very open communicative environment. I told them everything, li like literally everything. And that was just kind of the way it was. And I didn't know any different or think that anyone grew up any differently until I became an adult and went, oh, wow, like I'm, that's a rarity. Um, yeah. You know, like, so I'm super grateful because, yeah, they definitely, mom always says that I chose her, like it's her biggest thing, but like, you know, um, they've, yeah, they've taught me everything. So, so and, and other mentors obviously at dance, you know, cause I was there for so long, so much of yeah. my life. Um, but yeah. Were you the like typical dance kid? Like you were there all day, yeah. like all weekend. That was, that was the life, right? Sorry, I can't, I have dance, you know, that famous saying. So. <laughs> Right, right. I missed out on a lot of things uh, growing up, but I wouldn't change it. Okay. All right. So does this come up in your career now where like the willingness to sacrifice is uh, gen uh, organically there? Like you don't really have to think about sacrifice. You just know it's a part of the gig or 
Yeah. Yeah. I think to a certain, uh, <laughs> to a certain place, like I wouldn't say that I, it is easy. Like not the sacrifice always is. I wouldn't say that it's just something that I'm like, yep, doesn't matter. I'm just going to do this anyway. Um, but I guess it's definitely the aftermath. That's always the hardest when, you know, you have missed out on something to like dealing with that and dealing with, you know, just making sure that I made the right choice for, for myself and for others. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, taking that into consideration, but it's definitely like, I've had to plan my wedding into my next contract, which I can't talk about yet. Well, <clears throat> early congratulations. Thank you. It's going to be really fun. I'm very excited. Um, yeah. Nice. Next one. All right. We'll, we'll end with a, uh, fitness question here. You only get one choice of how you're going to work out today. How are you going to work out? What's, what's your go-to? What do you like to do? Dancing. <laughs> Dancing. There you go. I ha I have to be honest, like, you know, this, I'm about to sign up, Joe. Like, seriously, I, the, for me, the gym has never been a part of my life ever. So, um, <laughs> You know, and that's just brutal honesty from me, but that's because I've just always danced and conditioned myself that way. So I'm keen to like learn and, you know, get into cool. it. Well, I know a guy yeah. and he, he usually replies with a, a thank you email and an offer to uh, show you show you what's up. So I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> I'll definitely send it over. So <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, this was as uh, lovely as expected. I was just in London three weeks ago. Excuse me. Excuse my use of lovely oh. there, but um, <laughs> um, I really enjoyed the chat. And we're going to do, if you're willing, a uh, volume two when you're able to talk about your new contract. And yeah. by then, maybe, by then maybe uh, you'll have tied the knot. So I'm sure there'll be a lot more to catch up on. So Amazing. hope to have you back soon. I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing. My pleasure. All right. See you later. Bye. All right, everyone. Rami Vuxen, all the way from Australia, again, uh, doing some top secret 007 secret agent musical or play or movie thing coming up soon, and also getting married. So make sure you go and give her a follow at Rami Vuxen. You can see that in the description of this episode. Again, I'm Joe Roscoe. Appreciate you spending the time with us. If you like the podcast, Rate it, subscribe, leave a comment, screenshot it, put it on your IG, rent a uh, billboard, put it on a highway, uh, write a letter, do all the things, share it with your friends. Uh, yeah, actors are athletes. Train like one. Later. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot -E 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 org because only together we rise.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.